As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Brittlinger Bros podcast, along with my brother Ben. I am Matt Brittlinger. Ben, how you doing today? I'm all right. How about you? I'm doing all right. Um, you always want to know how many times we've been listened to. So uh, last week we found out that was 230. Right now um, it's 248. But there's only been four listens. To the last episode. Hmm. I don't know what that tells you, but that might tell you something. What number is this one? 16? 16. 16. 16. 16. Okay. 15. 15 is not popular. No. And you know what? I think it was one of our better ones because it was shorter. Yes. I now I did listen back to it. And at the time I thought, Hey, this one actually went pretty well. Um, but listening back to it, it was like, it was all right. I guess one of our better ones, but not as good as I thought it was. What, what was wrong? Sense. What was wrong about it? I just I thought I remembered a lot more kind of back and forth banter, and uh, which there definitely was, but I was expecting more. I think you're just remembering me talking to myself. I guess so. Okay. Um, we got a positive review from cousin Becky. She said that was pretty funny. So. So there you go. But yeah, okay. I, I now have it set up in my DAW that like if we go over 40 minutes, we're just going to cut out. So this episode just might be us talking and all of a sudden, because it's going to be under 40. That's that's our sweet spot. That's what we have to do. Okay? All right. Well, let's get rolling. All right. Um, I'm going to start with a story because I'm a teacher and I have to do online stuff. Basically, so here's here's what it is. I'm teaching to students with them knowing full well that it's optional. No matter what they do, they're passing this marking period. And so I have to still teach to them, which is weird. And it's weird, like trying to talk to students and parents and trying to get them to buy into this. Um. You know, I teach math, but one of the things I also teach, I have a seventh hour PE class and teaching PE at an alternative school, it's kind of a crapshoot. You know, some years I have some athletes, some years I have students that don't know how to catch a balloon. So I was going to say, it's probably hilarious. Yeah. So I've been putting together like different videos every week of 
like challenges for them and everything. And, and, you know, even being like, you know, like what's your daily routine to stay active and stuff like that. And so this week was, uh, get out of your comfort zone. And my comfort zone is running. I'm, uh, almost six, two, you could say I'm six, two, 226 pounds. I am not a runner. Um, I like playing basketball. I like doing stuff like that, but just going for a run, that's not my thing. Um, but I started running this week and I've been running a mile every morning. And, uh, my kids and my dog have gone with me, which has helped because then my pace is slower. So it's something I can manage. But what's weird is this morning I, I couldn't, I couldn't sleep. So I was up before everybody else. I was up like, you know, six o'clock, you know, turned on the news, had a cup of tea because I can't drink coffee. And, uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go for a run on my own. And I did. And it's weird. This is day four of running, but I actually like running now. So I've ran two miles. I ran a mile by myself. Well, I guess me and my dog. And then I ran a mile uh, once the kids got up and they had breakfast and everything. So it just goes to show that if you just kind of put something in your routine, you're going to uh, start doing it more. Except flossing, as Mitch Hedberg has said. <laughs> yeah. See, I've been walking. Like get home at night, but me and the kids go for a walk because my knee and ankle still hurt. But I ran a bunch last year. Me and Finn did a, f- a couple five k's, and yeah, I don't enjoy them, and I don't enjoy running. Well, I, I will tell you that my knee, my knee, and my Achilles have been feeling a lot better ever since I started running. But let's call it jogging, or is it yeah. jogging? Is it a soft J? <laughs> yeah, it, it, just jogging. I I'm not sprinting here, or like. I'm going to, you know, today, uh, you know, I ran the mile in under 10 minutes, but not much under, let's just put it that way. So anyways, that, that's, that's not really the story. The story is, is that I don't know about you, but I don't really like having things on my feet. Like I don't like wearing socks. I don't like wearing shoes. So I'm barefoot most of the time. Like even in the winter, even sometimes I go outside, I'm barefoot, like on snow or on ice or whatever. And so I got these like really calloused heels, like just like thick dead skin and everything. And so after day two of running, my left heel was cracked so bad that like it hurt to walk. Mm. And so I was like, all right, what am I going to do here? So I went online. It's like, okay, soak your foot for 20 minutes. And then, uh, put some stuff on and I had, uh, you know, I don't know. I can't remember what it's called, but some stuff that we put on the kids when, I don't know about you, but when my kids get sick, they like to lick their upper lip to, you know, like taste snot. So, uh, aquifer, that's what we have. And so, um, you know, I was going to put some aquifer afterwards. So I, I took a bucket from my sauna, put up warm water and I was, uh, soaking my left foot. (laughs) <laughs> so then my daughter comes over and is like, what you doing? I'm like, oh, you know, I'm soaking my foot. I got to have to kind of take care of my heel. So she all of a sudden goes with two hands. My foot has been in there for like over 10 minutes. Two hands goes into the water, cups up water with two hands and puts it in her face and starts dr- like drinking it. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, whoa. 
what are you doing? Like, that, that's like dirty foot water. You can't drink that. And she's like, oh, sorry, Dad. Like, like you couldn't taste, like, the, the grossness? That's just, uh, I don't know. That's, I, I'm gonna, I, I worry about her. She's very cute. But she's four. She's four. Yeah, this morning when we went for the run, she was dressed in like a princess dress, kind of like with a like, like a tutu kind of thing. And she <laughs> looks at me and is like, "Ready, Dad?" I'm like, "Uh." It's like you know, it's cold outside. Like you're gonna have to put a jacket on. But yeah, still, she's kind of like a princess but a tomboy at the same time. So, you know, like she'll help me haul wood in that dress, but she needs to like yeah. wear that kind of stuff. So. I don't know. That's, that's funny. On another note, it's 68 degrees here right now. So yeah, t- Tomorrow is supposed to be in the 60s. It is kind of, it's nice and sunny, but it's windy too, so it's not as nice. Yeah. The way that we talked about this, like from, from week to week, is that, you know, some of our episodes where it goes like about an hour, I, I think they're entertaining. I think they're good. They're just long, you know, like mm-hmm. we need to have smaller episodes because one we won't run out of material so um i told you that like this week we're just going to talk about grilling and whatever you know tangent we go off on or or whatever but uh i've the only grilling that i've done recently has just been chicken breasts that's marinated in italian dressing and those are good for my money you take chicken breasts and you marinate them and you can marinate them in a bunch of different things, you know, but Italian seasoning, like either the craft or the wishbone or whatever comes in those packets where you can make them with, you know, oil and vinegar and stuff like that's the best. Like not the uh, Lauren likes this Olive Garden Italian dressing and I uh, marinate it in that one time. I was like, eh, it's OK, but it's not as good as like just like the craft or the wishbone. You know, I, I, how are, what do you do when you grill chicken breasts? It's been a while, but it's usually like a, the wishbone, uh, Italian seasoning. That's that's good. But I've got so much, um, you know, I had a bunch of venison made into brats and hot dogs. And so we've been grilling and then I've got a bunch of burger. Right. Uh, and, uh, so I've just been doing so many hot dogs and brats and burgers like last Sunday. I got a couple packets of elk burger from uh, one of my buddies from our trip last year yeah. out to Colorado. And uh, I mixed one of those with a pound of burger. And then, then I made some others just with like a regular pound of burger. I was like, all right, this will be enough, enough for the family. And I made 18 burgers. <laughs> yeah. You sent me that picture. It's like, who else is coming over to your house? <laughs> no, that was, uh, we're finally out of them now, but we've been, we've been eating them pretty much all week, but oh yeah. man, elk burgers. There's nothing like them. So when I make like burgers on the grill, I don't just like, you know, take ground beef, put them into patties and season them. I put it in a bowl and I put some, I season it in the bowl and put a little bit of A1 sauce on it. And then I make the patties. And to me, like that just tastes so much better. Now you can't do too much because then they're like too wet and they'll fall apart. And that's happened to me before. But, um, you know what? I wonder if I've never done this before, but it just came to my mind. Like, what if you use egg? 
I've done that. I throw Have an egg it? in there. Yeah. How does it work? I just, you just throw, a lot of times I'll throw an egg in there. Um, and then maybe a little bit of soy sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, every once in a while, I have done a one before, but uh, not recently. And just kind of mix it all up. A one's my go-to. And, and then, uh, especially times, like when a burger is almost done, I'll put some a one on there while I'm grilling it. Yeah. Have you ever tried like the zesty a one sauce? No. Yeah. Buy some zesty a one sauce and mix it in with the ground beef. I'm thinking an egg will help like keep it together. Um, yeah, that's what I'm going to try next time with the egg. See how that works. Because I always want to use like a little bit more A1 sauce than I really should. And it, it gets to be a little soggy. And so they kind of break apart on the grill. Yeah. So maybe that egg will help. I don't know. Yeah. Well, then if you do that, like after you make them into patties, you have to put them back in the fridge for like, I don't know, 20 minutes or something like that. That'll help. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so have you, done, have you done it yet where you just like take an egg and uh, just take a raw egg and crack it and put it in your beer and then slam it? No, I have not done that. Have you? Yeah. And did you immediately go to the bathroom afterwards? <laughs> no, I just, I just did it. Okay. And that was it. You know, I saw like. Like, do you stir I up saw, the egg? I, did, I, did you, do you, like, mix nope. it up, or is it just the, you, you, all right. No, you just, uh, did, I think, I saw it was like, a, like an old man practice. Like, I had to try that. When can I be at a point where I can try that? It's not like I'm going to get up in the morning, and and uh, that's the first thing I'm going to do is slam a beer with a raw egg. Yeah. Um, but I know I did it one night before dinner, actually, on our uh, elk hunting trip. Okay. I think I've done it another time, too. It was the same trip. And yeah, it's basically just a. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, it's nothing. Okay. <laughs> There's no, like, taste or anything to it, because all you're doing is slamming it down. So yeah. I think I did it just because I wanted to. There's no real, there's really no reason why I should have done it. All right. I'm, you know, I'll probably do it one night, but uh, not anytime soon. Let's just put it that way. Uh, all right. So we've talked about the chicken breast. We talked about the burgers um, with brats. I I really like the cheddar brats. Those are my favorite. Hmm. Not a fan. Not a fan of the cheddar brats. No, don't like the don't like the cheddar brats. Don't like the cheddar with it. Really? Yeah, that that's my favorite. I don't know. I don't. There's something without cheeseburgers. I just don't want cheese in my brat. And the same thing with like, um, uh, like jerky sticks. You have like yeah. cheese and stuff mixed in there. Not a not a fan. Hmm. I will say, like you gave me a bunch of uh sausage sticks from your your deer and um we just ran out and my kids were very disappointed 
<laughs> like they they asked, I was like, "Can I have a meat stick, Dad?" He's like, "Sure." And we went to the store and just got like the regular, you know, meat sticks. And uh, Jay looked at me. I was like, "What's this? This is the small meat sticks." I was like, "Yeah, we ran out of Uncle Ben's deer." Like he was just so defeated. I, I didn't know what to do to cheer him up. As he should be. Yeah. So. Apparently, you're gonna have to get another deer next year and uh, do the same thing. Yeah, and I'm I'm out too. I've got a couple, a uh, couple packages of tenderloins left. That's about it. How many pounds of meat do you think that you gave away to other people from your deer? Oh, gosh, I don't even. I don't know. It was a lot. Like at Winterfest, you just had a cooler full of it, and you just gave it all away. Yeah. Like, well, I ran out of room. In my freezers, because I had bought that quarter cow. Yeah. And uh, which actually I'm running low on that now, too, just because we've been eating so much of it from staying at home. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I already had some other venison and stuff in there. So I just, I need a, I need a bigger chest freezer. And now that I'm, because I went forever without ever shooting anything. Yeah. So I'm not used to having meat in my freezer, but now I've like, got a good spot to hunt and, uh, yeah. and, doing a lot more hunting so uh, yeah i've got to i've got to start taking advantage of that i got to get a bigger chest freezer all right side note this uh podcast starts with uh, the the first track of of my my album coming out in 10 days um it, it's it's it sounds so stupid when i was like yeah my album drops on may 10th you know like um, but I only, the only reason why I bring that up is because you sent me a text today saying, like, basically how much you don't like the song. Which I know that's not true. That's not what you're saying. But, like, it was like, no, this is wrong and this is wrong. Um, because when you're, you know, you're you're mixing your own material and everything, I, it's, it's good to have another set of ears. And uh, so I, I rely on you. And, uh, I don't think I did anything with the horn section and you're just like, I like the old horn section better. It sounded, maybe it's just because the bass was turned down, but I liked having the bass more prominent, like how you originally had it. I like that mix a lot better. Okay. And and I guess that was true. Like I, I turned the, the, the horns up a little bit because they're the main part of the song. Um, and then you got a couple different layers of horns there. And then the original one, it sounded like um, you know, the higher, almost like the trumpets were louder than, I guess the lower would be, I don't know, saxophone well, it, maybe sounds. And then it almost seemed like it flipped. Yeah. I like I, the other, I like the other sound better. So in the original version that I sent you, I had the, the trumpets lower and the saxophone and the trombone higher. Um, but what I kind of thought, like, you know, like in the, the second verse towards the end, you know the 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 horn section no longer plays every note together. They play a chord, and um, I can't remember if it's the sax that plays the third and the trombone that plays the fifth. It doesn't matter. But the the trumpet plays the root note, and it seemed like it was getting lost in that part. So that's why I turned up the the trumpet. So maybe I had to turn that down just a smidge. Um, and then I went and I put a different compressor on the bass. These are all things that nobody cares about. Let's go back to grilling. So, um, 
but but anyways, I'm 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 getting them to be mastered next week. So uh I just kind of need your your input just to, to kind of help with stuff. Um okay. so so back with the grilling. Um one of the things that I love to grill the most are chicken legs. I love grilling chicken legs. And what I do is they have to grill for about an hour because they're mostly on indirect heat, except when they're seared at the beginning and the end. But uh, the, I use the barbecue pit boys method. So if if you're somebody that likes to grill, but doesn't, you know, either burn stuff or is like, this seems like kind of too chewy, especially when it, when it comes to chicken, just YouTube barbecue pit boys. And they have the best song where it's like, went down to the house of sausage. So anyways, like, you know, I, I don't know what year it was where I found this barbecue pit boys, uh, channel on, on YouTube, but you know, basically you sear all sides of the, the chicken leg for, you know, like two or three minutes or actually more like one or two minutes. Then you put it on indirect heat for a half hour. Then you brush on some, uh, barbecue sauce indirect heat for another 20 minutes and then you sear it for another three and then maybe if you want to you can put a little bit more brush a little bit more barbecue sauce on it and it was just the you know the outer is like really crisp but the inside of the meat is really really juicy and i've never gone back like um our friend sheena is she hates like meat on the bone and I didn't know this the first time that I made that for them. And uh, like they came over for dinner or whatever. And it's like, oh, here you go. You have this really good chicken recipe and everything. And, and later she told me like she was reluctant to eat it, but it was like really good that she she really liked it. So that's that's my recommendation for uh, for chick chicken legs. I think uh, you've done that one or two times before, too, haven't you? Yeah. And then. It's the same way. She doesn't really like chicken legs, but those those went over pretty well. So mm -hmm. I'll have to do that again sometime. I've only done it once or twice, but uh, it's nice when you have some time and you just want to be outside and have a beer and do some grilling. Right. Uh, how about steaks? What do you what do you use? What's your go to with uh, steaks? So steaks normally, um, and I, I just found another method I want to try. But a lot of times I don't do it on the grill. A lot of times cast iron skillet on the stove top sear both sides and then put it in the oven at like i don't know 375 for seven minutes okay like medium rare steak um but yeah. um i usually will salt it pretty generously and uh, yeah. i just read an article on how don't salt your steaks first you know sear it and then and then uh, only salt one side and then put it in the oven. Okay. Um, so, but on the grill, I mean, every once in a while, you just got to do them on the grill. And, right. Uh, as uh, the guys from Letter Kenny say with the whole skillet thing, that, that sounds like overhandling. <laughs> <laughs> um, going back to the chicken legs, the one thing that I didn't say before, like the whole thing is that I, 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 I douse it in a good portion of uh, olive oil, and then I I only season it with lemon pepper. Lemon pepper seasoning. Um. So just just wanted to put that in there. Um. 
Yeah, actually, our, our buddy Hubbard, when he, he moved away and then he moved back to the UP for a while, and he spent, like, an ungodly amount of time at my house. Like, so much so that I was thinking, like, okay, one of these spare bedrooms is going to be yours. Um, but he taught me for, for grilling steaks and everything is to just take a lot of butter, take some seasoning, um, that kind of, whatever kind of seasoning you want to do for a steak. And you really just take your thumb and you knead it into one side of the steak. You flip it over, you do the same thing and, uh, you grill it on basically medium heat for nine minutes. You flip it over another seven to eight minutes and then that's good. Um, and it, it, like every time that I've done that, it's always turned out like just really, really perfect. And, uh, that, that's, that's kind of my go-to for, for steaks. Yeah. I used to overdo the steak seasoning. Now it's just strictly salt and pepper. And it's usually like a coarse sea salt. Yeah. And I've always been happy. Okay. All right. Um, how about smoking? Because you do have a smoker. It's an electric one, which is dumb, but, you know. Uh, what, what's your kind of, your go-to when you're, you're smoking? Um, I don't know where it is. It's <laughs> not in my house. <laughs> okay, well. So I, if, I had a, if I had a nicer smoker like yours, which eventually I'll probably get one. Yeah. Uh, I just don't have a spot to put it right now. So eventually when I get a spot, um, I'll do more of that. So smoking, I don't know much about it. I will ask you one more grilling question before we go over to smoking, though. Is right. gas or charcoal? Okay, so if I didn't have any kids and I had time on my hands, charcoal. But I do gas. I, yeah, I, 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 I need had to speed char- up the process here. I had charcoal for the longest time just because I just... It just puts a whole new flavor to it. Oh, right. Yeah. But I eventually went and bought a gas grill, and mm-hmm. it's just so much easier. Yeah. Have you ever watched the show Man Fire Food? No. Yeah, it's on the cooking channel, which you don't get because you don't have cable. Um, I don't have cable either, but I have uh, Sling TV, and the cooking channel's on there. And also, a few years ago... I have Sling TV now. I just never use it, except for the Bulls documentary. Oh, there you go. Well, yeah. If you're ever, like, putting that up and you see on the cooking channel, Man Fire Food, it is really good. So, I got into it when uh, I had my neck surgery. I have a double uh, fusion in my neck. And, uh, you know, for, like, a month, I wasn't able to lift anything over six pounds. So... We had the idea of we're going to go and just ship me off to my mom's so, you know, I don't have to deal with the kids. And Lauren's mom went and, like, watched the kids for that time. And Laura- and Cora was, you know, she was a baby still, you know. So all the stuff that she needed, I wasn't able to do. So a lot of time was spent on uh, on the couch, watching TV, you know. Taking Narcos, which I'm not a pill person. I, I, I hate opioids with a passion. 
Um, but when I tried to get off of them rather quickly, it, it didn't work. I was in a lot of pain, so I had to kind of stay on my pain meds for a while. And um, so a lot of times that show that I watched was uh, Man Fire Food. And I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. Just different ways to smoke meat and different strategies that people have and everything. That was just it was it was awesome. So uh, um, the weirdest thing that I've ever smoked was alligator tail. And really all I did was just season it with Old Bay seasoning. And if you remember, I, I had that out at Corella's during Winterfest. Ooh, that was good. And uh, Scott... Or was that the time you burnt it? No, no, no. That was that was at Camp Downstate where I, okay. I, didn't, I didn't burn it. It was just in a deep fryer and I had the oil way too hot. Um, okay. I, I didn't realize the contraption that Uncle Jeff had was going to get the oil so hot so quick. Anyways, uh, like Scott looks over and like, man, this is some awesome chicken. I was like, yeah, it's actually alligator. So it, it does taste like chicken. Yeah, it, it does. I mean, you know, whatever. But my two favorite things to uh, to smoke are brisket and ribs. And uh, the only time that I ever made a bad brisket was with you. <laughs> blaming me. Yeah, I'm blaming you. And it's because you and I, well, I, I smoked it overnight, like kind of prepped, prepped it and everything. And then uh, smoked it overnight. But you and I had a little bit too much fun that night. And uh, I didn't wake up till like after 10 o'clock in the morning. And uh, that was that was too late. And, and the brisket was, I mean, other people said it was still good, but I, I knew it wasn't. You know, I, I know what I'm looking for when it comes to a comes to a brisket. It's really I like I don't do too much to it. It's just I spray it with like Pam and then I go to GFS and there's just like, you know, barbecue rub. I just use that and then just low and slow. And it turns out great every time, you know, make sure that once it hits 195, you're, you're done. You want to wrap it after 165 and, and, you know, kind of, kind of keep it moist in there. Like there's, in, in my smoker, there's a water tray. So I, I, I make sure that that's, um, that that's full the entire time. And then really with now, what ribs, that, it's kind of the same do? Uh, it just keeps the meat moist, keeps it from drying out. Okay. Makes you know? sense. Um, people that don't have that, that have like different kinds of smokers and stuff, what they do is they'll they'll kind of spritz it with um, maybe like a 50-50 concoction of apple cider and apple juice. You know, just different stuff like that. And that's what I do for, for mm -hmm. ribs. Yeah. You know, I like to, to spray it with apple juice from time to time and then use the parquet squirt butter as uh, the art of manliness uh, YouTube channel calls it, which is just parquet margarine. And, and you know, you want to use margarine instead of butter because butter burns. Mm -hmm. um, did I say that right? You want to use margarine instead of butter? Did I say butter instead of margarine? No, you said margarine instead of butter. All right, there we go. Maybe we'll listen back to him and realize we're both wrong. Uh, probably. So, so yeah, that that's that's me with my uh with my smoking. I it's it's a lot of I haven't done it 
like since this whole COVID thing happened, I need to go and get a brisket. We did one for when you came up here for our birthday. That turned out pretty well. Yeah, was that the brisket that I gave you for my cow? No, no. Okay, no, that no, was a different one. That was a lot smaller. Okay, you had like a calf. Good. Yeah, the man. burger, the burger and steaks are pretty good. Yeah, and veal. <laughs> All right, so uh, with that, Ben, do you want to do the Packers first, or do you want to do your thing? Um. Let's do my thing first. We'll end on the Packers. All right. It's now time for the Ben Brooker Boxing Beats. All right. So this week on the Ben Brillinger Boxing Beat, I don't understand bikes. So like the, the, the boy bike, the male bike's got the straight bar across, and then the girl bike, you know, the bar goes down. I know nothing is going should... on right now <laughs> with boxing. But still, it's the Ben Brillinger boxing beat. You can't just be like, all right, I'm going to talk about Goliath. I'm going to talk about bikes. I get it. The bar thing is weird. But come on. You think it'd, you think it'd be the other way around, you know? It'd be like, the guys, they don't want the bar there. Fall up, like, slate forward. You know, that's that's not good. I, I So was it like back in the day? girls would ride their bikes and do we have to rename then... this segment there's like <laughs> this is where ben gets to talk about stuff for the most <laughs> part it's the... about boxing but like it's gonna be about other things you know so until the until the pandemic is over it's just gonna be open forum i might talk about boxing you never know what i'm gonna talk about. what i wanted to tell you last week is that on my facebook page when i'm scrolling down like a lot of times they'll be showing like you know, Mike Tyson's greatest fight. So it's just like two minutes of him boxing, then knocking some guy out. But one thing that they do that they're showing me for some reason is in Russia, there's this thing called slap fighting where it looks like they're about to start arm wrestling, but they're not, but they have like these handles and everything and they have the chalk. They slap each other as hard as they can. And the first person to like give, they just like, that means that they lose. And I've never heard of it before, but I don't know why that's a thing, but it's it's something that I think that you would be into. So if you're on YouTube, just look up slap fighting. Or I'll just send I, you something. I don't think I'd be into that. It's really weird. It sounds ridiculous. But like you go and you watch it once and then you're like, I, I kind of want to see where this goes. You know? Because there's sometimes, like, this huge guy is just, like, rearing back. And he's just ready to, like, slap the crap out of this guy's face. And it, you can hear it. And it sounds awful. And the guy is just stone-faced. And then the next guy goes and does it. And he, you know, the guy getting slapped goes and, like, staggers backwards and everything. And the doctor has to go check him out and, and stuff like that. Like, you, you'd, you'd be interested in it. I, I think if you watch one, you'd watch probably four. At least. <laughs> All right. I mean, a lot of the hit over the ear, that could be really dangerous. I know. But, yeah. So, I'll send it to you, and then in the next Ben Brittlinger boxing beat, you can give your, your take on it all. All right? Okay. I'm going to start talking about Igor Shklovsky's career. I don't know who that is. It's a made-up Russian name. Okay. Mm. 
Who's the Russian guy on Street Fighter? I don't know. Uh, well, if you do know, you can email us at Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, it's not Zangief, is it? No. All right. Anyways, um, let's get to the Packers really quick, Ben, because I know that you want to talk about the draft. Here you go. Now it's your phone. <laughs> the only only thing I want to say about the draft is that on Saturday, it was like round six or seven or 12 or whoever knows, you know, it's on TV and my 10 year old is watching it. Like, why do you find this interesting? And he'll like tell me, he's like, Oh dad, the packs are picking in two picks. And he's like following it. He's following everything on the later rounds of the draft. And I don't know who this kid is. So later, like what you watch, like the preseason or like the first couple games, because I'm always like this when I watch the Packers, like 27, who the hell is 27? But Finn is going to be sitting next to you. It's like, well, it's so-and-so. He was picked in the sixth round, dad. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, great. Yeah. I know that you were like kind of in an uproar about like the Packers picked this guy and this guy, what the hell are they doing? I don't care. To me, the, the, the NFL has changed. It's no longer you make the team in the draft. It's free agency. As you know, the Smith brothers that made our defense. I think we're going to be in good shape next year. Some people don't think so. I think our wide receivers hopefully they, are fine. Hopefully they can go out and do something. Maybe add a little bit more offensive help. Now in the third round, the Packers did pick a tight end and he's not known as a very good blocking tight end but he's got some he's a little smaller but he's got yeah. some good speed so maybe he'd be like almost used as like a big wide receiver yeah but um just throw out some numbers for you because i did a little bit of homework on this there were six wide everybody's like oh there's such a deep wide receiver draft why didn't they pick a wide receiver well there was only six wide receivers picked in the first round and they were all picked before the packers pick yeah so now, the first two picks of the second round were both wide receivers, and there were seven total wide receivers taken in the second round. But, I mean, T. Higgins and Michael Pittmondu, or whatever his name is, I mean, will they be good? I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, there was, there's, you know, two picks, one and two in the second round for wide receivers. But are they going to be any good? I don't. I don't know. So, and everybody was talking about this Jordan Love guy about how he could be a steal in the draft. And he's, you know, he did, he had kind of a down year senior year, but his junior year was incredible because he had more talent around him. Yeah, so, he had nothing around him his senior year. So, so it's, uh, I don't know, it, it, it'll be interesting. I just hope that the Packers do something for their offense. Uh, a wide receiver, whatever to help. Now they did draft a, a running back, and apparently the guy's really thick and strong. Yep. So maybe mixing him into the mix because of all the other wide receivers, all the running backs with Packers now are kind of all have their different flair. So all right, hey, you know, hey, that, hey, that could be hey, good. Hey, hey, quit talking because we're still under forty minutes by by like a minute. So right. I gotta tell you who it's. You're talking about a running back that. You know, it's going to be around for a couple of years and then no one's going to care about. That's what running backs do. Anyways, we are brought to you by. I already forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yes. Isaiah Thomas, when he was an like a halftime analysis for the NBA 
and he on NBC and break he would out talk the about ghetto the, game. Break out the ghetto game. Always talked about that, but he said it in like the softest voice ever. So that's who we're brought to you by, Isaiah Thomas. This ghetto game. With that, Ben, I'm not going to even have you end it. You have yourself a good time. I am as well. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening, guys. And be sure to email us at Podcast at gmail.com. And now we're over 40 minutes because of you. So thanks for that. There's plenty of editing to do there. Oh, my goodness. All right. I I guess I'll edit all of your talking. So (laughs) we'll see you later. As you said, it's the best part of the podcast. I said that one. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.